Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio, where we are changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe in our rapidly changing world. You are your kid's best source of information and primary example. In these thought-provoking conversations, Robin and her guests seek to improve your relationship skills, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Now, here's your host, Robin LaCrosse. Hello and welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse, and today we have a really fascinating conversation in store for you. This subject is something that I've been interested in ever since I discovered that my body was doing all these cool things and I could learn to tell when I'm ovulating and when I'm fertile. And and as someone who wasn't looking to get pregnant at the time, I was very interested in herbs that could decrease fertility. And I found it very fascinating how herbs could either increase or decrease fertility. And so I just dove into learning about what the scientists knew, what the herbalists knew about herbs that could decrease fertility. And wild carrot seeds, also known as Queen Anne's lace that grows wild in much of the United States, turns out has the ability to decrease fertility. And so today we are going to be talking to Robin Rose Bennett. She is, as far as I'm concerned, like the queen of Queen Anne's Lace. Like she knows this herb better than anyone else. So I'm really excited to talk with her today. So let me introduce to you Robin Rose Bennett. She is a storyteller, writer, and herbalist. She has been offering classes in the wise woman healing ways, herbal medicine, and earth spirit teaching since 1986. At herb conferences, festivals, clinics, medical and nursing schools, and most joyously, outside with the plants. Robin Rose shares herbal medicine with gratitude for the loving generosity of the plants and the magic, mystery, and beauty of the web of life. She's on the faculty of the New York Open Center and the Arborville School of Traditional Herbalism. She is the author of two meditation CDs and the books Healing Magic, A Green Witch Guidebook to Conscious Living, and The Gift of Healing Herbs, Plant Medicines and Home Remedies for a Vibrantly Healthy Life. Welcome, Robin. Oh, so happy that you're here today. Thank you, Robin. It's good to be here with you. So, how did you first learn about wild carrot, Queen Anne's lace, ability to decrease fertility? Well, um, I, I, first of all, I'm just going to say, I don't know that she decreases fertility. Okay. Um, but how I first learned about the use of wild carrot uh, for conscious contraception was when I was a very young woman in college in Northern California and I was visiting a, a male friend of mine, and his girlfriend came through like the living room while we were talking and reached into a bowl of seeds that I had never seen before, put a small amount, like maybe a teaspoon in her mm-hmm. mouth, chewed them up, and off she went. Mm-hmm. And I asked my friend, I said, what are they? And what, because they didn't look very appealing, frankly, you know, right, they didn't right. look like pecans or something that you wanted to pop in your mouth. So he then explained to me that this was their form of contraception. So Mm -hmm. my jaw dropped to the ground. I thought they were a little crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and 
that was how I literally first heard. And then one of the things he told me that I've never been able to corroborate. So now let's see, we're talking uh, 42 years ago now, this Mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. Um, But he said that her sister, who lived in Alaska, had done a study um, and or an exploration, shall we say, because apparently the FDA owns the word study. Um, so they, she had done an exploration with a small number of her friends and found that it worked for all of them. So I became very intrigued, but kind of put it aside for a few years until in the middle 80s, I went up to do an herbal apprenticeship with Susan Weed. I left my, I subleased my apartment in New York City. I retired from my job in like hardware and home center industry work. Ha ha ha. And, mm-hmm. um, and off I went to study herbal medicine, um, really fueled by nothing more than a strong intuition that this was the right thing at the right time. And Susan had just written her first book. Mm-hmm. And in it, she discussed wild carrot for that use. And mm-hmm. it got me going all over again. Wow. Uh-huh. So that kind of brought you full circle. And we're like, oh, okay, here's oh, this somebody, again. Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody else has heard of this. How, mm-hmm. how do we find out how real this is? How do we investigate it? And so I've spent many, many, many years um, since then doing that um, in my own way. Uh, you know, very grassroots. I'm not a scientist, um, but I am definitely an explorer and an investigator. And I'm truly um, motivated by what's true. I want mm-hmm. to find the truth of things, not just what I want them to be. Sure. So, um, so that's been important because uh, wild carrot is a very um, interesting trickster of a plant. And I, I know we're going to talk about the specifics about how to um, use wild carrot, but I also want to talk about the indications for it and the contraindications for it. Um, but the other thing is to say, so through my young, um, through my basically, uh, what am I trying to say? Through my fertile years as a woman involved in heterosexual relationships, I did in fact come to rely on wild carrot. Um, but I use this plant in very specific ways and find that that is, as it is in most herbal medicine, but more so with this, it's very important to use it in a particular way and a particular rhythm. And like anything, it's not for everyone. Yeah. And the other thing that I just want to say before we go further into your questions and such is it's very important to me that people um, consider that Plants are complex whole beings. They are actually our elders on planet Earth. And they have much to teach us. And they don't do like black and white as much as humans do, the either this or that. And so I'd like us to kind of really hold this place of respect for this plant as a plant and not just, you know, what have you done for me lately? What are you good for? What can you do for me? Um, so we'll we'll talk about her in more complex ways, even as we address your primary, um, you know, desire to learn more about her as a, as a plant to help women um, have a natural method of reliable contraception. Sounds great. So, Robin, when Susan 
mentioned uh, wild carrot seeds again and kind of brought it back to your attention. Like, where did you go? Like, what was your next step in learning about wild carrot? And, you know, how did you, you know, get to know her more? Well, I think uh, I would like to pause and just take a moment to say a very simple little prayer that our conversation today and our all of your work as well as mine be of joyful service and benefit to all women. Mm-hmm. So, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so you're taking me back in time. Yes. You should have told me ahead so I would drink some rosemary to remember back <laughs> that far. Um, but, you know, as an herbalist, one of the um, silly but truthful things that we do, it's sort of like the approach is my body, my laboratory. And so I began to explore using wild carrot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be more beneficial because I learned along the way so many things that didn't work as well. It might mm-hmm. be beneficial to jump ahead to what I've found um, you know, kind of what what I've ruled out and what I've come to in the present mm-hmm. in terms of not confusing women with, well, we tried it this way and that didn't work as well. And then we tried it. Okay. You know? Yeah, that sounds great. Because, yeah, because I know that you uh, did a, a research project with, uh, with Misha and uh, the two of you did a whole bunch of stuff around that was Wild the second. Carrot. Yep. That was the mm-hmm. second exploration. The first one I did when I lived in Manhattan with 13 women and I've, mm-hmm. I've published that and written that up. And Misha and my study is on my website, on robinrosebennett.com. So, excuse me, not our study, our exploration. Yes. And um, anyone can read it there. My most up-to-date, full information of, of the most recent that I've learned is in my book, The Gift of Healing Herbs, which is widely available. I'll, I'll hold it up here. Gift oh, of thank Healing you. Herbs. Uh-huh. Yes, I'll You're post welcome. it on the website too. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you. Um, So what I'd like to do before we go into nitty gritty is I want to share a poem. Okay. That was a gift from Wild Carrot. Wild Carrot. Shape shifter, white lacy light, orange mandala shining at night, red dot blood in the center. Wild Carrot is a sexy mentor. Flower heads spread wide open and then they contract seed heads hoping Pulling in, becoming womb, expanding outward, open to moon. Orgasms express delight. She does this again, night after night. Mm -hmm. So I had gone out to the carrot and I was kind of meditating and asking for guidance. This goes back some years now saying women really want clearer guidance, you know, help me, help me see you, help me hear you. And this extraordinary, I I, I tell the story here in my book, but essentially this woman rose up out of the, um, out of the the plant herself, the carrot plant, and she was very powerful, and she had a ball of orange light and energy swirling in her womb center, and she said, and I heard this like you were talking to me a few minutes ago, she said, I hold the powers of life and death, it is up to you to choose. I can help you hold a pregnancy. I can help you release a potential pregnancy. The choice is yours. So um, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. This is a most magical plant. And um, she is truly, this is a shape shifter. If you observe the plant, 
you'll see that what I was referring to in the poem um, is that the flower heads open and close and open and close. And then when she goes to seed, the same thing happens. They open and close and open and close night after night until eventually um, they stay closed in the cup-like shape that is given Doncus Karata, Queen Anne's Lace, the nickname bird's nest plant. Because mm-hmm. right, it looks like a little bird's nest. And yes. then that seed head turns over. So it, like it's facing up at the, at the sky like a sunflower, mm-hmm. turns over, spreads open one more time and drops the seeds. So it's this amazingly, to me, metaphorical mm-hmm. showing of holding or opening, holding or opening. So more on the nitty gritty now. Yes. Um, Yes. Yeah. So historically, um, women have been using wild carrot dating back. The oldest references that we have are about 2000 years ago. Hippocrates called it abortive. But in my experience, it's not actually an abortive plant. It works at its very best preventatively. Mm-hmm. And it works, I really say she, she works at her very best in conjunction with a woman who is following her cycles, a woman who is practicing fertility awareness. Because, you know, here's the, here's the caveat is I always say, I try to always remember to say wild carrot for natural conscious contraception. This is not a good plant for somebody who doesn't want to pay attention, who doesn't want to know her cycles, who doesn't want to have to um, be engaged Mm -hmm. in relationship with her fertility energy. Mm -hmm. Um, However, when we do want to do that, um, then the seeds and flowers of wild carrot can help what they seem to do is prevent implantation from taking place, Mm -hmm. right? Like making the womb lining slippery um, so that it can't hold, right? So it's not making you less fertile. We go back now to your beginning Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. because in fact, she, like all plants, Robin, like all plants, wild carrot works on whole systems. Mm -hmm. So they're not drugs. They don't target and do one thing the way like a birth control pill does, or for example, or, or even a hormonal, you know, inserted a sponge or this or that Mm -hmm. it works more on um well it works on the reproductive right and endocrine system Mm -hmm. um medicinally wild carrot is used by herbalists to help um the pituitary gland um to help the endocrine system and i know we're not getting into that um but herbalist matthew wood talks about that herbalist uh phyllis light has worked with that historically. She uses it for sluggish thyroid. So there is this um, glandular involvement, right? So now here's the other piece. Wild carrot suggests to me that she will work with our intention. And I know women can maybe immediately bonk or get turned off by this. Um, but I hope you don't if you're listening because a call to consciousness is not just about our fertility and our sexuality, but it is something that is happening 
that is being presented to us now in this really radical time of evolution, right? For our planet, for our, mm-hmm. for our um, healing as a species uh, on, on planet Earth right now. So I have felt for years, and I think maybe a little bit ahead of the time, that we can be far more conscious about setting intention of what we want to do with our fertility energy. So that is like my perfect recipe is a woman who is following her cycles, is um, willing to direct her fertility energy, right? If she is not looking to make a baby through having sexual intercourse, that energy can be directed into the relationship, into uh, an art project, into healing, Mm-hmm. It's so true. And, you know, being someone who wasn't too keen on having babies myself, I channeled all that creative energy into projects and, you know, my passion and this kind of thing. And, you know, it's been really, I think, a, a fa- fantastic use of that energy, really. You know, it's like, and, you know, consciously, you know, thinking along the lines like, oh, I'm this project is in gas station oh now it's ready for the world and now it's time to birth the project and you know just that whole that whole energy around that so we're going to take exactly. a quick exactly mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back we're going to talk about queen anne's lace some more stay tuned okay Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you sick of condoms? Does hormonal birth control make you feel sick? Does it cause you to gain weight or kill your sex drive? Do you wish there was a better way to manage your fertility that didn't involve putting artificial hormones in your body? There is a better way, and I've been using it successfully to manage my fertility for over 25 years. It starts with a greater understanding of the female body and a deep dive into exploring your own body and cycle to discover what is normal for you. In my online course, you'll learn about the female cycle and natural birth control methods. I'll teach you my fertility freedom formula so that you'll know how to successfully apply this information to provide you with the level of protection you need to feel comfortable to engage sexually without fear of getting pregnant or getting a sexually transmitted infection. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Hey, everyone. We're back. So, Robin, um, tell us more about Queen Anne's Lace. Okay. So, um, the way... So, I've experimented with seeds, with flowers, with tinctures, um, so forth. So, here's kind of the, the what I have walked away with, okay. which is that... My preferred method of using wild carrot, 
for natural conscious contraception is in the form of a water base. So a tea of the seeds or a tea of the flowers. Um, I also am very intrigued by um, having women grind the seeds and put them into some kind of nut butter, right? Because the, the fats in the butters help support the hormonal action of the plant and actually keep it available in the body longer is what I have read. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if I was needing it today, right? Cause I'm, I'm elder now, so I don't, I don't have that concern any longer. Um, I think that I might use it in the nut butter form, mm-hmm. right? But I have plenty of women I know who are using tinctures and very happy with it and others who are just chewing seeds. Um, chewing the seeds is a little difficult if you have any kind of gum issues. They're very dry and, and a little scratchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think that um, grinding them and put, stirring them into water as – so that's what women in India in contemporary times have done. Um, I, I was talking to – I think he's passed now. I'm not sure. John Riddle, who is a, a historian in the U.S. who's written extensively about historic use of wild carrot mm-hmm. and found that women in India were still using the seeds. Mm-hmm. So um, what – let me, let me make sure I'm getting in. First things first is there are poisonous lookalikes to the plant. So I don't yes. want women just going out willy-nilly, you know, getting a plant that looks like Queen Anne's lace and, and um, gathering it for themselves. It's yeah, proper to- identification is super important because there are toxic plants that resemble Queen Anne's yep. lace. Yeah, and, and yet having said that, I really want to encourage women to learn um, how to identify the plant because you're perfectly capable yes. of noting that, oh, well, this plant, wild carrot, has a very hairy stalk. Um, poison hemlock has no hair on the stalk, mm-hmm. right? This mm-hmm. plant, wild carrot, um, when you rub the leaf, it smells like carrot. Um, this plant, when you rub the leaf, it smells kind of like you want to pull away from it, right? So there are, I just want us, I want our empowerment to be across the board. Mm-hmm. Right, so not to, in any way to take unnecessary chances, as my beloved mother always used to say, and I hold this dear. When in doubt, don't. When in doubt, don't buy it from a reliable source. Um, on my website or in the back of my book, I have resource sections where people can buy herbs, including wild carrot seeds, you know, Excellent. that are harvested. Yeah, because I was go going to say that the Queen Anne's lace, I know from experience, can be challenging to find. It's not a a common herb that you find like in most uh, herb shops or whatever. So I'm glad that you have a, a resource directory. I think that'll be really right. useful and, for people. And, and not only that, but you know, it's interesting you say that. I don't know if it's because people are afraid of being associated with the contraceptive use, um, but the plant itself is the polar opposite. It is completely abundant. It is like you'll, if you go to a field in the right season, mm-hmm. it can mm-hmm. be acres of wild mm-hmm. carrot. Yes. It's a beautiful, beautiful plant I love. So right now, even, for example, I'm drinking some water with some wild carrot flower essence in it that I made mm-hmm. from the wild carrot flowers here. And wild carrot has a connection to um, like the sixth and seventh chakras. It opens up a kind of a sense of connectedness to the universe, which mm-hmm. now, listen, let's face it, when you're talking about contraception, you're talking about 
what is our relationship with life and death? Right? What is our relationship? We're not life and death with birth and death, mm-hmm. right? Because life includes birth and death, right? As is. So with, with birth and death, these are massive forces, right? So mm-hmm. to, to look at that, then the spiritual energy of this plant is um, something that connects us, right? With a, a wider, um, you know, with, a, with our connection to the universe. The other reason why I'm drinking it right now, besides for our talk, just to kind of have wild carrot in me, is because I found, and, and this has been supported by lots of students I've had meditate with wild carrot without my giving them any hints, there is a sense of playfulness in this plant. Mm-hmm. And right now, here we are in the time of COVID-19, and a sense of playfulness is extremely helpful to me in being able to um, be rooted myself and then to be able to offer support, you know, to other people. Mm-hmm. So wild carrot, again, so multidimensional. But if we want to use her um, for this purpose, so now I'm going to go back a minute to your uh, question about how did I explore this way back when? To nutshell it, I explored different rhythms of using the plant. And my learnings, again, they're written out, but just to summarize what I feel is that this isn't a great plant to use every single day because it is a hormonally active plant. It is a carrot, right? So it's a safe plant. And at the same time, um, the plant doesn't work as reliably when we use it all the time. Mm-hmm. Phyllis okay. Light and other herbalists um, have stated, I would say speculated, because I'm not sure that we really know, but have stated that it's essential to, that, that it works by acting like, um, I don't want to misspeak and get, get myself in, uh, I don't want to misspeak, but it, it has to do with the progesterone um, balance of the plant and thus what we need to do is remove wild carrot for it to be effective we need to take it and remove it if we take it steadily it helps build up the progesterone okay right Mm -hmm. which is the progestational hormone Mm -hmm. which is in fact how some women are using it to support pregnancy okay they're taking it day after day after day after day after day so this is why we want to know our cycle Right, so that we can begin to use wild carrot, right, with clear intention that we want our fertility to create things other than a new baby. Right. right? Um, we can begin a few days before ovulation if we're having intercourse, right, potentially fertilizing in- intercourse is when you want to use carrot. So, what I've learned is the overall general. Uh, timing that works for the most women is approximately eight hours after potentially fertilizing in court, intercourse, right? So again, we're back to either chewing a teaspoon of the seeds or grinding a teaspoon in a coffee grinder and stirring that into water and drinking it or rolling that ground seed and or flowers into a, a nut butter ball or a honey ball, Um Or, finally, taking 15 to 30 drops of the tincture of the flowers or the flowers and seeds. So, one of the things I say in my book is that this form, the tincture form, has the shortest history of use and Mm -hmm. is thus the least understood regarding its effectiveness. However, a lot of women are using that form because it's convenient. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? I mean, I make... 
one of the things I would say is don't, if you're going to grind your, your carrot, don't grind more than a week's supply because you want it to taste like carrot. You want the, um, you want it to have the oils fresh enough that it will still be potent. Right. Um, so if I, when I used to do this and powder the seeds, I would store them in a jar or, you know, some airtight container. I don't recommend plastic, but then again, I don't recommend plastic for anything. Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. So here's what I write in my book. If you're having intercourse during your fertile phase, be clear in your intention and repeat the dosage of wild carrot several times, approximately eight hours apart, regardless of what form you use. Pay attention to sensations in your body and intuition regarding how many subsequent doses of wild carrot to take. Um, So there may be, there were times when I felt a little more um, like, like an egg had been fertilized, Mm -hmm. right? And so I would then take it throughout until I actually got my period. Mm -hmm. But typically... I would be trying for like 24 hours around the time of potentially fertilizing intercourse. So now here's where I want to go back in time and say to you that, um, let's see, this thing keeps coming clearly and then I lose it for a minute. So let me just pause a second so I can get this because I know it's important for women. Ah, yes. If you... What I did was I only used it the first months. I only used it in conjunction with other methods of protection because what I like for women to do is to really feel out how this plant is in their bodies before relying on it. You know, if you take an herb for a headache and it doesn't work, you get a headache, right? So it's not the end of the world. The headache's going to go away. But if you are relying on this and it doesn't work the way you want it to, obviously the repercussions are far more um, huge, Mm -hmm. right? So it's very, I ask women, and sometimes they're not, but I ask women to be patient, to learn how this plant works in your body. If you have no contraindications. Let's take a quick commercial break and talk about that one. Okay. All right. Yep. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you sick of condoms? Does hormonal birth control make you feel sick? Does it cause you to gain weight or kill your sex drive? Do you wish there was a better way to manage your fertility that didn't involve putting artificial hormones in your body? There is a better way, and I've been using it successfully to manage my fertility for over 25 years. It starts with a greater understanding of the female body and a deep dive into exploring your own body and cycle to discover what is normal for you. In my online course, you'll learn about the female cycle and natural birth control methods. I'll teach you my fertility freedom formula so that you'll know how to successfully apply this information to provide you with the level of protection you need to feel comfortable to engage sexually without fear of getting pregnant 
or getting a sexually transmitted infection. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. All right, we're back. Contraindications. Yeah. So, if, so first of all, do not rely on wild carrot. If you have very recently come off of hormonal medication, if you have recently had um, a miscarriage, if you have recently given birth. In other words, don't rely on carrot if your hormonal cycle has been um, influenced strongly by something recently. Mm -hmm. That Um, makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then if you know yourself to be extremely fertile and have gotten pregnant using other common contraceptive methods, I suggest that you combine wild carrot with another non-hormonal method for the best results. So let's say a woman uses condoms correctly, but she gets pregnant or she has the IUD, she gets pregnant. I would say use them together Uh to have more insurance and also think about what is it that you are longing to create that you're not creating, right? Uh Because if it keeps coming out that way, there's something that's calling you. And maybe it's a baby, but maybe it's something else, right? Maybe right. It's, Great now, point. thank you. And then the other contraindications are very, here's the, the kindness of this um, issue. I have found that if a woman is, this is not the right plant ally for her for this, the contraindications show up virtually right away. And they are this, one, breast tenderness. If you start experiencing unusual breast tenderness within a short time, within the first month of using carrot, that is a huge indicator that this is not a plant you should rely upon as a natural contraceptive. Um, There are other herbalists who could be much better at scientifically explaining like the hormonal thing that's going on there of why that's true, but I'm not that person. So I'm just going to tell you what I've learned. Sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That that is definitely a sign that it is not for you. Um, so the other one, the strongest other contraindication, is if your cycle immediately shifts. This does happen for some women. The hormonal makeup of wild carrot and their bodies just don't mesh in this way. So if your period comes really fast or really slow, it seems really different, then again, I would tell you that I'm so sorry, but I don't think this is the right um, method. Mm -hmm. However, for the women that it is, the women who have become intimate with their body cycles and take the seeds just before, during, and just after 
her fertile days rather than daily, then it's so empowering and so incredible. What a gift to us. Um, and, you know, all over the world, women have, have had more, as we were more connected with earth, we were more connected with our fertile energy mm-hmm. of knowing when to perhaps even when we don't want to have sex, right? When it's the ultra fertile time. So I'm not saying that carrot doesn't work in that time because there's been so many times when it does. But if you know yourself and you're very, very susceptible um, to, uh, to getting pregnant, mm-hmm. um, that might be a choice you make. Mm-hmm. right? To, mm-hmm. to not have intercourse during those days, to pleasure yeah. each other in other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's nature's irony, right? Because we tend to be at our most libidinous when we're ovulating. Right? That's yes. The life force <laughs> working, but you know, Hey, yes. it, it, we can engage our creativity. Yes. Um, so what I suggest to nursing mothers who resumed their monthly cycles for six months that's about a good time to, um, you know, to go back to using the wild carrot. But, you know, again, ultimately, what we want women to do is check in with their bodies over and over again as to how do things feel in you? What um, do you feel ready? Do you not feel ready? And I have women who push it uh, and are and it works out fine. I have women who push it, you know, trying to come back to this too soon and, you know, have a, have an unwanted pregnancy. So remember that, you know, the life force is oriented to create, mm-hmm. right? And so again, it's not like taking an herb for a stub toe or a headache where right. your, your stub toe wants to heal, right? It's the, 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 you know, everything comes together to start healing a bruise because mm-hmm. that's innately what our bodies do. Right. But here, our bodies innately um, are, are open to saying, oh, wonderful, you know, an opportunity to make a baby. Great. Right. So we need to be, and that, you know, clear and attentive. When you're clear and attentive, those are the women who are saying like, wow, I've been using this for years. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I know women in other countries, herbalists in other countries who have turned on lots and lots of women um, to using Daucus carata, Queen Anne's lace, wild mm-hmm. carrot. It's all the same plant, folks. Mm-hmm. So if they're saying, wait, wait, which plant? Daucus yeah. carata is the botanical name. Wild carrot is the name because the root is, in fact, a wild carrot, which, by the way, is one of the things that makes this such a safe plant. It is a carrot. Mm-hmm. So for women who, nothing is 100% when it comes to contraception because the life force is the life force, right? It's powerful. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of any women who have conceived um, while using wild carrot, there is no example that I am aware of where there was any um, problem, any damage, any birth defect, anything Mm -hmm. from the use of wild carrot. There are some harsher um, contraceptive or abortive plants where that may not be the case right but but we must remember that this is a carrot mm-hmm. right? this is a carrot now um so what else is important for me um to so so that point i just wanted to make was so the women i've known who've chosen to bring pregnancies to term have had healthy babies um in other good news okay so this i just turned to in my book because i actually forgot about this mm-hmm. um women 
have also conceived easily and had healthy babies when they chose to become pregnant after years of using wild carrot as a mm. natural contraceptive. Um, so here's another mm, it's kind of an interesting little tidbit. Herbalist Jim McDonald wrote that in his experience, a woman can become fertile immediately after stopping wild carrot. So my supposition is that that will be likelier if someone has been using wild carrot over a long period of time, as opposed to like uh, the condom broke, so we're using it this month. That mm -hmm. kind of usage is much, much different. Um, so what do you want to ask me? Yes, great question. So just to kind of recap, um, so basically what you're saying is that this is best for women who are willing to pay attention to their cycles, to learn their body. So basically learn like a fertility awareness methods, learn to tell when they're fertile. And then during the fertile times, if you're having intercourse on the period that's approaching ovulation, during ovulation, immediately after, you would use the various forms of wild carrot seeds whether it's as a tea or do you do you prepare it like a like an infusion or no i bruise the seeds mm -hmm. very gently you know in a mortar and pestle mm -hmm. and pour boiling water over a cup okay and so... if i'm doing tea i take a little bit more like a like if i'm if a woman is uh, grinding them up to eat mm -hmm. them or stir them in water. A teaspoon is usually what's used. Right. If I'm making tea and I'm not going to actually be consuming the seeds, then I would use a tablespoon. Okay. So you use a little bit more of the dried seeds. Okay. And then um, of course a tincture, that would be um, something that somebody would make in advance. Um, let's see. And again, if they're buying it, I want them to make sure that that tincture really tastes and smells of wild carrots so that we know the oils have been captured. Mm -hmm. And I know from personal experience that the oils don't taste particularly nice. <laughs> yeah, but they don't taste particularly bad. I mean, wild carrot, uh -huh. wild carrot flower tea is delicious. Is it really? I haven't had that. I'll have to yeah, try it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So dry wild carrot um, flowers are oh so yummy. Mm. So, so yummy. Um, the seeds have more oils for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, my thought is, I again, I it's now been some years since I've needed um, protection for mm -hmm. that. But I think that just feeling into it now, my thought would be to kind of try to have it all in a certain way. What I mean is that a lot of times when you are harvesting wild carrot, you see that on the same plant, there's some flowers, there's some brown seeds, there's some seeds that still have green to them. I think I try to kind of get a little bit of everything. Okay you know, whenever possible, if somebody's making their own, but I don't use the totally green seeds. Um, I know that the green seeds are sometimes used in herbal medicine for kidney stuff. Um, but I, I, I kind of go towards that energy of like later in the fall when they're starting to go towards, um, that deathing time of year, not the birthing time of year. Mm -hmm. Um, and the seeds, you know, again, when you have the, the seeds are a little bit further along, uh, one way a person can tell if like they're on a weed walk and somebody's showing to them, they want to know, is this the right time, is you can uh, take a little taste of them. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're not doing it to, you know, again, to have a, a meal if you don't like the taste, Robin, but you're, you're doing it to learn. So you can taste them. They should be a little crunchy mm-hmm. and they should definitely have carroty uh, flavor mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and um, yeah, so that, that's one way to kind of tell if they're ready to be harvested. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, living in Arizona, I haven't had the opportunity to harvest Queen Anne's lace in many years. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, it doesn't. Uh-huh. So it doesn't grow there, as far as you know. Not that I've seen. Definitely not wild. You know. Um, I, right. Well, wild carrot has to be wild, or it's no longer wild carrot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, may I? Mm-hmm. I want to share with you a magical uh, little story, which is sure. I was being interviewed by Karen Sanders on her. Pacifica radio program, the Herbal Highway, that's been on for decades now. And um, we were, the whole interview was, uh, like ours, is about using wild carrot for contraception. And Karen and her partner, Sarah, had been living on the same land for seven years. She is an incredible herbalist. She knew her plants. So her students came out that spring, and this teeny tiny plant popped up on her land, and the student asked her to identify it as Students will ask herbalists to do when the plant is like an eighth of an inch big. And we (laughs) wisely say, I have no idea. Come back and, you know, and we'll see as it grows. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, when the plant grew large enough for her to identify it, it was wild carrot. And she had never had wild carrot on her land. Oh, volunteer. That's awesome. So Yeah, I think she comes if we call her. Mm-hmm. So you have to try that out and let us know yeah, actually, what happens. I have some seeds that I never use, and since I'm not menstruating anymore, maybe I should plant them and see if any of them grow. <laughs> I think so. I think so. And, you know, this owning of our own sexuality and our own fertility is also part of how we are uh, reshaping, you know, how this world is run, and we want to bring it into a healthier, such a, so much... It, healthier relationship right Mm -hmm. with the with our bodies um learning to respect ourselves learning to respect nature and i have a little one more little poem i'd love to share if i might on this topic yeah actually let's take a quick commercial break and we can share it when you when we get back okay thanks all right we'll be right back Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you sick of condoms? Does hormonal birth control make you feel sick? Does it cause you to gain weight or kill your sex drive? Do you wish there was a better way to manage your fertility that didn't involve putting artificial hormones in your body? There is a better way, and I've been using it successfully to manage my fertility for over 25 years. It starts with a greater understanding of the female body and a deep dive into exploring your own body and cycle to discover what is normal for you. In my online course, you'll learn about the female cycle and natural birth control methods. I'll teach you my fertility freedom formula so that you'll know how to successfully apply this information to provide you with a level of protection you need to feel comfortable to engage sexually without fear of getting pregnant or getting a sexually transmitted infection. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. 
We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Hey, everyone. We're back. So, Robin, please share that poem. Okay. So, it's called Sparkling Seeds. Women are sowing the sparkling seeds of the rebirth of our world. And to do our job, to lead the way for all, we need to fan the flames of joy and delight. What are you doing to fan the flames of your own joy? to reclaim your right to pleasure. Please say yes to yourself and yes to life. This is what's being asked of us. I call it Eve-olution. I love that. That's so cool. Eve-olution. Eve-olution. So I think that we need to remember that we do have a right to say yes to life, which includes birth and death. Yes. It's all part of the circle. Right. And that we have, um, really, we, we have a, such a, a vital role to play, we women, in leading the way into a healthier way of being in, in connection with each other and with everyone else and everything else. And we are so, um, you know, being, it, it, I can't even connect to the level of repression that is going on now in terms of, of, you know, what appears to be going backwards in terms of women's rights and respect of women's sexuality and so forth. But, you know, everything uh, that we've known is in a process of destructuring. And mm-hmm. so out of this chaos, let's put our, our, you know, our hearts and minds together to imagine what this can look like. What, what does it look like for us to own our own sexuality, our own um, fertility. And one of the things that I like to imagine is let's go ahead a generation or two generations and see the daughters um, working with wild carrot with gratitude mm-hmm. to, um, to make their own choices about their fertility and being so confident in it because that's like, that's what they learned. That's what they were taught. And so it's not like, like when I was first introduced to it and my jaw dropped mm-hmm. to the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other, you know, and, and the other piece too is um, check in with the partner. I've had women who were their partners after said, Oh, well, yeah, but I really wanted a baby. And then, Oh, well, you got to be on the same page about that. Mm-hmm. Right? Got to be on the same page about that. And then there's other um, things like that we can add in. Don't hesitate to add in anything that enhances your ability to choose where to direct your fertility energy so that, for example, um, there's kind of this idea that spiritually ovulation is is like it opens a, a, a light or a portal in your third eye and that the spirit is attracted to that as well as to your lovemaking. Mm-hmm. And so during my fertile years, I would always put a, like a little psychic theater curtain, like a thick, heavy curtain or a cloud over that. 
and you have to practice, you know, ahead of time. You can't learn how to do that in the, you know, in a moment of ecstasy and suddenly, you know, right. oh, right. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. it can become a second nature to yeah. where you also are. Again, and that's, even that is a way of making your intention clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole energetic piece, that's really important and intention and being on the same page as your partner, I think is huge. Yep, I've had some men who are like, I'm perfectly happy envisioning shooting blanks. And I've, I've talked to other men who's like, oh, there's something unmanly about that. I don't like that. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't go for that. Right, <laughs> I don't go yes. for that. But actually, you know, imagining that you are um, shooting blanks, so to speak. Um, can be one visualization. I think there's probably better ones than that, but that's one that we used to use. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. Um, and then there's so many things you can do. So there's the energetic, <clears throat> the energetic piece. There's you know the piece of just knowing when you're fertile and you can take steps to reduce your fertility. You know, like your exposure to to conception by either you know abstaining from having sex or he could practice withdrawal. In addition to you know the normal Exactly. methods like the condoms or the IUDs and you know so there's lots of ways that we can decrease our risk of conception and I think in in where we are right now in the situation in the United States with COVID-19 I think preventing unintended pregnancy at this period of time is probably a really smart thing to do. You know. Right. Well, and it's also, you know, it's a grievous thing to um, to get pregnant when you don't want to be. It's like you're like you're being given this incredible gift, but it's not the right time for that particular present. Yeah. And so it is with, uh, you know, it is with the deepest of respect um, for 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 life, for birth and death that we undertake to work with plants, to work with nature, to work with energy, <laughs> to um, to to direct you know, to direct our, um, our conceptions so that we can have babies when we want them, not when we're not in a position mm-hmm. uh, to have them or to bring them up. So, you know, this is the side effects of using this are really multifold too, right? Because it deepens our connection with nature and deepens our connection with our own um, empowerment. Mm-hmm. I, as you know, my native teachers who've said, you know, all women are, are mothers of the creative force. All women are connected in that way to the source energy. Mm-hmm. So this is part of picking up our power. And that word power makes people nervous, I've found, because our, uh, what we've seen is the abuse of power so frequently that we become afraid of our own. So one of my teachers, Twyla Nitsch, said, you can use the word gifts instead of power. Mm-hmm. And I find a lot of women resonate better with that. This is an opportunity to pick up our gifts, to pick up our gifts and use them and um, in, a, in a good way, with gratitude, with respect. Um, these are not, you know, the, what you've chosen to make your uh, primary focus of your life work here. Robin, it's it's just not small potatoes, you know. This is this is the big stuff, mm-hmm. and it it's so intimate, and yet it is also so um, vast. You know, it has to do with our most personal lives, but it also really does resonate out into how we live in the world. Mm-hmm. So true. Well, thank you so much, Robin. It's been a real pleasure talking with you today. And I know that you have a lot of fantastic resources, free resources on your website for people. And so I'm going to post your website in the show notes. 
for everybody so that they can go check you Thank out. Thank you. I'm going to post your books there too so people can see what, you're, what you've been up to. And Beautiful. And, and they yeah. can also go to uh, my YouTube channel under my name, Robin Rose Bennett, and I have um, plant videos there that people awesome. can see. Or if you liked my poems, I have a little poetry stream as well. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. We'll post those there for everybody. And um, yeah, it's been a real pleasure talking with you today. Also, I want to remind everyone to go to Holistic Success radio.com to check out the previous episodes in particular you may be interested in my episode that i just did recently birth control in the zombie apocalypse so that is a perfect prelude to today's episode and i'm thinking i'm also going to do another episode on fertility awareness methods so stay tuned for that that'll be coming up soon and i also want to tell you about a webinar that I did not that long ago all about the female body. Basically, I'm teaching everything that I know about the female body and cycle. And so if you want to learn more about all of this, definitely go to the website. There's lots of great resources there for you. So go check those out, holisticsexedradio.com. I think before we go, I have one last question. And that was, um, you mentioned earlier that there was one time where you thought conception had occurred and you said that you had taken the Queen Anne's lace for the entirety of the month. And then you had said earlier that, you know, that you take it away to help cause, um, I don't know if cause is the right word, but can you, can you explain that a little bit more? Cause like I said, that's my, my one yes. question. Um, Cause you were saying that we use it long-term to, you know, support pregnancy or conception. And so. Right. Well, that's a, that's a theory. And I mm -hmm. think that there's truth to it. And I think there's also a truth to my um, theory, totally mm -hmm. a theory, nothing mm -hmm. behind it yet, mm -hmm. that uh, this plant may improve male um, fertility. Oh, um, sweet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, very high in zinc. But mm -hmm. back to your question. Um, so, let's see. When... When you do that, like if you continue taking it until you actually bleed, you're still withdrawing it when you start to menstruate. Okay. Um, and that wouldn't be a regular practice. That would, right? So as a regular practice, if you take it daily, I think it increases your, um, it can increase your fertility. So right? if you're taking... So, so, so okay. women, I'm just going to interrupt for one second. So women who have sex every single day. I don't know how they have time for it, but that's another subject. Women have sex every day. It's not a good plant to use three times after every intercourse if you are having sex every day. But if you feel that an egg has implanted and it's the second half of your cycle, you can use it for an additional week or so. And you might even want to mix it with um, mugwort, Artemisia vulgaris, or... Um, other plants I mentioned in my book mm -hmm. um, to, you know, again, to, to facilitate your menstruation coming on, your moon time arriving, okay. mm -hmm. right? But that's not a regular practice and you're still, um, you're still taking it away. Um, but it, it's in that, in, in that, for instance, you're taking it a little longer. Um, you could be mixing it with ginger, um, you know, women are terrified of pennyroyal because of all the um, reports of, of, you know, of, of using pennyroyal and it mm -hmm. being fatal. But the thing is, the plant itself is a benign mint. 
It is only the essential oil that's ever been indicated in any problems. Yep. So the other thing we've mixed it with sometimes is is with uh, the beautiful little European or American pennyroyal mm-hmm. as a tea mm-hmm. with the carrot just to help facilitate uh, bringing on menstruation. Yep. yep, and that's all about, you know, making sure that you're using the herbs in the proper way because like you said, the, the essential oil, which is highly concentrated, is not a healthy choice. Um, well, no, it's definitely not something to be, um, no. you know, ingested. And then, you know, even an example I ha- that happened recent was a woman who said, well, you know, if I think she used it more as an emergency method, you know, like like uh, the natural version of RU486, say, for example. Right. Um, and then uh, she said, you know, will there be harm if I decide to have the baby? And I told her what I told you in our conversation. It is a carrot. If that's all you're doing, then no, there's not an issue with that. But then she wrote back and said, you know, and I'm also taking this and this, and I'm just letting nature take its course. I'm like, you know you're sending an incredibly mixed message out because you're not letting nature take its course. You are doing these things, right? right? Like three different things. Um, So be clear about your intention, like allow yourself to have your intention. Mm -hmm. Right. And then if that doesn't work out the way you wanted it to, and then you decide that you, you know, but, but my point is you can't have it always, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, If you're doing it, do it with focus. If you're, if you're saying, oh, well, you know, I got pregnant. It wasn't my plan, but I'm going to have a baby. That's different. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, what I was going to ask earlier is the, um, so at the beginning of the cycle, like say from menstruation up towards ovulation, like if you're starting, if you're taking wild carrot, say start at menstruation, that's more like you want it to increase your fertility is kind of the sense. That's, what, that's my, that's my theory. Yeah. Yep. And other herbalist theory. Yep. That's okay. not when I would use it for contraception. Yep. Okay. And, and so again, the, the most important things is that a woman's cycle is reasonably regular and that she knows her cycle. Those are really important and that she doesn't ignore if she has the contraindications arise. You know, don't barrel through them because you want it to be for you because it is for most women. But those, I've just seen those warning signs uh, be truthful again and again. So um, remember, you know, intention matters. Um, But also those are the physical um, kind of markers. And if those things don't happen, then, you know, then it's very likely an excellent uh, ally for you. And again, I suggest you use it for a few months and really feel how this feels. What are your cycles like? What is your bleeding like using this plant so that you develop a sense of trust because that helps you in your intention, right? If you don't trust, it's like if somebody takes um, echinacea instead of antibiotics and they're terrified that it's not going to help them. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work as well. Like it'll still work. But um, again, the consequences of if it doesn't here are so, um, you know, huge that you don't want to take those kind of um, careless chances. It's not something to be cavalier about. It's something to really engage and and learn what this, what, how this is for you. 
how you want to work with your energy and, and is it good for you to work with the plant in this way? Great. Thanks so much, Robin. It's been a real pleasure having you on the show today. No, you're welcome. And thank you for the work you do to empower women and uh, encourage us to, you know, to delight in our bodies. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody, today. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. While these conversations may be difficult at times, the rewards are well worth it. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our kids. Join host Robin LaCrosse next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another thought-provoking conversation. Thank you and have a beautiful day.